you're listening to Adam RMD GED Underground Cartoon Therapy. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 202. This country is hard on people. This is with my uh, friend Daniel I just met recently. Taking an Amtrak ride from Portland, Oregon to Sacramento. From there, we both went two different ways. He's out in the SoCal region. The vast desert. Uh, okay, Daniel is a fucking pretty smooth cat, man. <laughs> For a 23-year-old dude. And he's been going uh, spiritual for his whole life, man. And he talks for real today. And it's, uh, it's difficult, man. And it's... It's like the dude, but dude, (laughs) the dude abides. Look, man, we have to go along with life and it can be really, really fucking fucked. I mean, you can fuck your life for a while, you know, and we all know how it goes. No one's exempt. I'm trying to show more empathy. Ugh. It's fucking hard for a grouch like me. You know Oscar the Grouch is my spirit animal. It's no joke. But, you know, hey. I created the platform for people like Daniel to be able to speak freely. You're gonna hear some revolutionary breakthrough kind of things that really uh, need to be discussed. I mean, you know, it's America. This He's a Hopi. He's a Hopi Native American kid named Daniel with fucking 21st century fucking problems. And, uh, We're going to talk to him today, man. I want you guys to be able to call in, too. If you got a story, I'm looking for anything, man, that you want to vent about or you just got a story about something, dude. I tried to used to want to go for more of an Art Bell theme and stuff, but everybody's so different, man. (laughs) I want you to feel free. And talk about who you are. And, uh... What you want to talk about, you know, man? No pressure. I made this as a free platform. Who the fuck am I? I'm nobody. It's just this dude that fucking decided to go ahead and... Make a platform... For people like you. For people like Daniel today. Alright, let's tune in, man. Let's get the fuck going.
we'll be right back. Oh shit. I must have the wrong house. Sister. Oh, I missed you so much. They waited up all night for you, you know. It's a long way from West Africa. Oh, coffee. Kiss here. Brought you something from far away. <laughs> really? Oh. What are you doing? You're my present. The best part of smelled it. He's back. Ryan, you have to leave. What? What are you guys talking about? We know what's going on here. We know you're trying to f each other. What? No. Oh, please. Brothers and sisters don't look at each other like that. He sent you to West Africa for a reason, Ryan. To separate you and your sister. You're crazy! Oh, yeah? What's this? He's my present this year. Jesus Christ. Okay. I'm your son, and I'm in love with your daughter. Oh, Ryan, what is in that box? Um, what's in the box, Ryan? It's a knife. <laughs> Unbelievable. Holy shit. I love that we have so much in common because we grew up together. I just want to wake up every morning to the smell of you and... Soldier's Colombian dark roast. Will you make me the happiest brother? Dad! Get off of him! I love him! I just want to my brother. We now return, dude. Oh, on this at any time that you're allowed to. Oh, my bad. Um, well, tell him I, I appreciate it. We're going to start, and Adam says he, he appreciates you. And I'll send him a few bucks or whatever for doing it. Oh, this this spoiled ass. He don't need it. No, I'm joking. Ah. <laughs> I love him. Yeah, treat him right, man. He's letting you use his shit. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> Fun fact about this kid. I, I raised him. You raised this, and you're a kid still. Yeah, I, I helped raise this, this young man that sits, that sits before me, and I'd give my life for him in, in a second without hesitation. And he's Hopi too? Um, I, he looks more Cherokee. But you guys are both native. Yes. That's awesome. Well, I'm glad you guys had the guts to get on. What was that? <laughs> I'm glad you guys got the guts to get on, man. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Well, when I met you, dude, on the train, I thought, hey, you know, this kid's got magical light around him. He's got spirituality, you know. And then I knew you were Hopi, man, before you told me. But you you did tell me. Yeah, that that was something that I had to find. On, on my own, and I was like 16, 
when I started doing my research and I remember one day I was sitting in like my history class or somewhere and I went on to Google Images and I typed in Hopi Indian. Yeah. And all these pictures just popped up and I like it it freaked me out. It really like it fucked me up because I seen people that looked just like my mom and like half my family. But these were pictures from like 1783, like 1764. I was like, whoa. That is intense, right? I mean, it's, it's, what, how'd you feel getting, like, what was the first feelings you remember seeing that? I, I found a picture of a shaman and he, he, he had to be no less than like maybe somewhere in his late, 80s and I had to I had to grab a buddy of mine who was sitting right next to me and I said hey check this out look at this shit and I showed him and he he goes hey bro is that you and I was like no and he was like that looks just like you it he looked just like me it looked that's eerie huh it shook me to my (laughs) for so for so long you know I've always felt just I've always felt like I didn't belong anywhere. Yeah. And I don't know that that right there sparked it. It it did spark hope and optimism inside of me. But very recently, you know, I've I've learned that I've been surrounding myself with the wrong friends and family for so long. Uh, that is a common thing we're all going through right now. Yeah. And. You know, like recently, not even, it was like what, the day before yesterday, I went to a birthday party for a homegirl and I saw I saw a close friend of mine there and we've known each other since the first grade. And he sat down and he opened up to me and long story short, me and him have been growing apart for like a long time now. You know, he's, he's the atheistic satanist i was telling you about oh okay yeah someone who yeah has his head so far up his ass you know and he opened up to me about some things but towards the end of it like it just really showed me like our friendship has hasn't been a real friendship for all these years it's really just been a one-sided expectation yeah you know he 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 looked at me in my eyes and, and said this is where it kind of like threw me off because he said, I've sacrificed a part of my life to concerned about you and, and having to be, you know, concerned about your, your self-interest and, you know, things of that nature. And it, it, it really felt, it really felt like, 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 oh, wow, you're just like my brother. You're just like that, that chick that I had to cut off very recently as well because you're you're a narcissist Mm. you 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 don't care you know they they just like to pretend they they like the image that surrounds them oh look at me i'm holier than thou you know and i really like yep i had that problem with my own brother just recently Yep, and that's what he tried to coin me as being the narcissist, and I was like, no, I don't think you should. I don't think it's healthy for you to reverse the roles and not claim culpability, dude. You know? 
knowledge, no accountability. Yeah, you know, I think that's the thing about a narcissist too is there's no accountability. They will never admit that they're wrong. Everything no. is, is is in oh, I'm doing it for your best interest. Yeah, you know, I struggled with that with my mother for so many years. Like I hated her. I hated her to her core. You know. And it's crazy. It's it's the irony because of who my father was. You know, he was the killer. He was the drug dealer. He was the pusher. I should have hated him more than I hated her, but we had a mutual understanding. See, the number one thing, and I think this, this even comes from my Scorpio, okay. is the number one thing that we hate the most is a dishonest person. My father never lied to me. He never kept anything a secret from me. And I think that's what I respected about him so much, even though he he was like Pablo Escobar. He was feared in, in that nature. Yeah. You know, people feared him. But I didn't fear him because I saw a completely different side of my father that, that I knew he didn't just show to everybody. You know, so I... I can't necessarily say I knew the real man, but I, I can say I had a good relationship with, with my father. Maybe up until, you know, he passed away, I was really angry with him for a lot of things. You know, I couldn't understand why would you choose this, this, this lifestyle over your family? But see, I, I didn't understand that once, once you're, you're so, within something like that like there is no you have no choice and that's something that i couldn't understand for such a long time is how you could affiliate your, yourself with something you know yeah but when you when you look at our existence we're affiliated with the earth there is no way for us to escape this earthly plane unless we die mm. You know, so we're affiliated with a lot of things. Our culture and our heritage, the color of our skin, you know, we affiliate those those things. Oh, black power, white power, brown power. And yet we all come from the same singular source. Yep. And nobody wants to recognize that. That was one of the things we were touching on, too, when we were talking when we first met there. Just that. Yes, sir. Yep. No, now we're getting into the deep, man. This is what I like. And I'm really thankful, Daniel, that I don't have to pull your teeth to get you to talk. You're a, you're a natural talker, man. It's, it's refreshing. I'm I, uh, glad about it. I, I try my best. You know, I, I've, I've, I've always, you know, held an, a non judge mental space for just everybody, if that makes sense. You know, I want to hear everybody's opinion. I, I want to hear your truth. Yeah. But not when it becomes hostile. You know, not not when it becomes force. Yeah. We're all we're all here at the end of the day. And what the fuck are we gonna do? We we have to keep the float. I mean, we have to keep the ship afloat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we do. But uh, shit's got to burn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> shit's got to burn, right? It has to. It's fucking burning. And uh, it's up to you guys, right? To um, 
to keep this shit fucking rolling. It's it's a big responsibility at the end of the day, but it's one that is very necessary. You know, that's that's where I've always had the issue with, with the church. Like, I know for a fact the church and state never separated. This is an American corporation. Yeah. Okay? America is, an, is a sole sovereign country. It's too bad grown-ass people can't fucking understand that, dude. No, they don't want to. You know, <laughs> this, I hear it from you, and I'm just like, what's the fucking problem? Why don't bullshit. you... Yeah, what's the problem? This is, their, this is their heritage. This is their identity. You know, and people are afraid to lose that. It's understandable, of course, but but I, I sit there, and, you know, I'm a sick, vindictive... <laughs> Son of a gun. Sorry, I lost you for a minute. Say it again. I said, uh, I am a sick, vindictive, you know, person when it comes to even if the truth hurts me, I still want to know it. Yeah. And that's just me. That's that's just my nature. You know, curiosity will for sure kill the cat at the end of the day. You know, and I've been curious about many, many things. You know, it's like I was talking to a friend of mine on the way to the birthday party, right? Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, you know, it's it's that quote, you know, a a coward dies a thousand times, but a warrior only dies once. And I looked at him and I said, but you know what? I'm starting to believe that that quote in itself is very contradictory because we as people have to die many, many times to be reborn again. And it's not fair to label us cowards in that sense. No, no. It's like, it, it's like the quote, and so the meek shall inherit the earth. I used to always associate that with, and so the weak and the cowardly are to inherit the earth when, when the higher power you know, take certain people from from the earth. I used to think that, that the ones who would be left over, oh, those are the ones who were weak and cowardly and they wouldn't submit and they wouldn't, you know, and so they're going to inherit the earth to, to try to start all over again until I found out later on that that actually means the people who are capable of being monsters shall inherit the earth, but they shall inherit the earth with a humble heart, hmm. you know, and I could be wrong. No, that's know, a good, it's a good look at it. I don't, I don't know if there's is a wrong way to look at it. Well, I'm sure there is, but I don't think that is. I don't think that's wrong. I think that's closer to spiritual interpretation. Yeah. Yes, sir. My favorite quote has always been, i rather have a warrior in a garden than a gardener in a war. Hmm. I've always felt like that. I've always felt like the warrior in the garden because I know what, what, what my hands are capable of. I know the wickedness that lies in my heart and in my mind. Mm. You know, I, I, I know these things. I know I can absolutely decimate an entire city overnight all by myself. If I really wanted to, you know, snap yeah. overnight and go absolutely just not give a fuck yeah 
you know, and I don't think people really take it's it's the Uncle Ben saying at, at the end of the day, with great power comes great responsibility. Oh, Uncle Ben, yeah. Well, with great responsibility comes a great sense of power. Well, I like how they how uh, Butcher. You ever watch The Boys? Have you ever seen that uh, yet? I it, need to get into it. If you ever do, it's like it's an underground superhero show about superheroes that are just fucked in the head and a group of vigilantes yeah. that keep them in line. And uh, there's a uh, there's the head guy. His name is Butcher, and he uses the Uncle Ben line, and he goes. This is in the last season, too, or whatever. And he goes, with great responsibility comes the fact that you're definitely going to have to fuck some fucking cunt up. (laughs) It is true, motherfucker. And you know what? I I don't think people should feel as bad about it. And And I really don't think that that's what Meek means on that on that end if if that's what's holding you back from not you personally daniel but younger people like you who may be listening to the show friends of yours you might want to hand this show out and i encourage you to copy paste it and put it all over the place because i I obviously care about all ages and i'll I'll sit here and talk to an elder the same way on the show that's 20 years older than me as it should, you know. You know, I, was, I don't know what the problem is with people not opening up. People, especially people in my generation X, which just don't seem to give a fuck about people younger. You know, no, they don't, dude. They're just all about their shit and fucking. They're so domesticated or fucking neutered from marriage, or you know, some you know, and it's just like you know, you only got fourteen years tops of a fucking solid marriage before. She wanders off, you become gay, or some bullshit, you know? Exactly. And it's just like, you know, it, I mean, we waste our time on these, like, practical patterns that fucking really are just honky worship bullshit that was brought here to fucking begin with when they were tricking motherfuckers off their reservations to begin with with vodka or, like, fucking some shitty Thank vodka, you, you know? Thank you. See, this is why I love the fact that I met you. Because you know I know the the truth. But you are the first one from your generation to sit there and explain these things to me and to to show me that I am not insane. Bro, and you know what? I'm going to say this too, and I don't mean to put myself down, but that's a damn shame that it's my ass. I'm like the least likely candidate. I've been such a fucking anarchist most of my life you know now i'm a spiritual anarchist but i wasn't always man i was more of a nihilistic fucking anarchist you know and just really didn't give a fuck what the fuck happened to motherfuckers you know straight up and uh i'm glad that i had a change of heart almost 20 years ago that's really i'm on my 18th year of giving a fuck yeah that's not my whole life man you know when i was young I used to volunteer for senior citizens, and I used to help them on a shuffleboard court. You know what shuffleboard is? Yeah, with stick and, and yep. the big, yeah. Some senior, you know, cocoon three fucking bullshit. But, you know, it's like, I, you know, I, I totally, <laughs> I totally, you know, wanted, there was something about the natural volunteering. It didn't have any, nat, it didn't have any earthly motive. There was no, there was nothing, I wasn't getting a golden dog biscuit at the end of the fucking day 
for helping these old people, you know, uh, play this and clean off their fucking court, you know? And, uh, or any of the shit that I've volunteered over time, which you really need hours and hours. It's kind of like the way that I'm a cartoonist. Well, I have to put, you know, 200,000 hours at the fucking drawing board minimum. And, you know, I've, I've done the, I've done the math on how much I've drawn. It's an insane number, dude. You know, and it's just like I've, but that's that want to naturally put it towards what you have faith in. My friend earlier, I'm, he's outside working on his motorcycle right now. But, you know, he was like, he's an older dude. He's native. I don't know what tribe, man. But he was like, and it doesn't matter. But he was like, you know, hey, keep the faith. And I was like, without the faith, we don't really have shit, dude. We don't. We don't have shit. We do not. You know, I recently, I started talking to a girl. All right. And uh, I'm not, I'm not the best at, I'm not the best at talking to people, you know, just all around. Yeah. From the way that I, you know, from my childhood and the way that, that my mom instilled this fear into me, you know, if, if, if anybody was the devil in my life for a majority of my life, it was my mother, you know, and I feel like the number one thing that nobody wants to talk about, especially right now, is that a woman is that a woman is capable of being the most treacherous thing out there. And yeah, this is not spreading no hate towards any of the women out there, any of the single mothers, anything like that. But it's like what we keep talking about at the end of the day, accountability. Yeah, whether you're a man, whether you're a woman, whether you're 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 this or, or you're that we're all capable of being absolutely horrible yeah you know and if you can imagine it th- there it is yes yeah and people they don't understand that no they, they don't they do not understand that they're fucking like uh i just got off the phone with uh and i did another show earlier today sometimes i'll do a few shows in a, in a day you know but uh I talked to this guy named Attack Mode. And if you guys haven't heard that yet, go back because it would have come out already. It's called Attack Mode Commencing. Yeah, yeah. I I have the notifications set, so... It's coming. I'm, I'm It'll getting... be out. That one's not... It just now came out. I think I just now published it or something, so you probably did get it. But yeah, it's out. And, uh, you know, I... Uh, had him on there and you know i just want to talk to these people that feel real you know i want to talk to the people that feel real and are just uninhibited and not afraid of what other people are going to think i don't really give a fuck what people think about this show man i care that it helps somebody i care that you know the one person out of the 30 bickering about it that one person's like, you know what, dude? There's a little bit of something there, right? There is. You know? I, I, I was listening to to your latest episode that you and I were talking about on the train with uh, with old boy from uh, Tennessee. Uh, what's his name? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hair, hair it- Asian women. Harem of Asian women. <laughs> yeah. He, he 
He's awesome, though. He is awesome, right? He's awesome. Okay, that's what I just said about the guy. And now he's getting double props because uh, Cartrell, man, that's his name. Cartrell. And he's out there in Mississippi. He's, he's like, uh, he's just a little bit older than you, man. But he takes care of his family and shit. Yeah. And I was like, so what does it look like in the future for you, bro? You know, and I was expecting a more kind of like, oh, well, here's the adult thing uh, situation I look forward to uh, no. acclimate. And it was it was like right out of an Ian Fleming fucking novel. Like, it was James Bond, right? You can hear the... Yeah, there's nothing wrong. There was nothing wrong with it. That I couldn't find anything wrong with it, man. I, I, I did try to scalpel it. I was like, well, you know, maybe you know. And I was like, no. Nah. That's the thing about the world that that we live in, especially right now, in the moment. There is no optimism, no enthusiasm. There is no will to live. Yeah. Motherfuckers are so miserable. Like, this is what I've always had against white people. Why are you miserable? The fuck are you miserable for? You've, everything you've asked for, you've been given on a silver platter, and yet you still don't know why you're, you're miserable, you know? And this goes for, like, all the bougie-ass white people that I had to grow up with, you know, because I'm a hood kid. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a dirty hood kid at the end of the day, and you can never change that. No. And I would never want to change that about myself. But then, you know, like going to church or, you know, just the encounters I've I've had with pretentious white people over the years. I'm like, what the fuck are you suffering about on the inside? You're the ones that conquered this land and you changed everything. And yet you're still not satisfied. Nope. No, 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 nobody's satisfied because no, nobody's living to the true nature of their identity. And that's what I'm slowly but surely figuring out. At least on yeah. a spiritual level, right? Because... Yes, sir. This materialistic world will never satisfy. But they do get their fucking title for it. You, they do put a title on themselves, though, you know? The ones that do just want the, the earthbound, the earth ground, you know, the... You know, I like how Punisher said it at the end of season two. He's like, dicks like you just want to fucking carve your fucking name so deep in the earth that it never fucking comes out. But, you know, what is it worth? Exactly. You know? What is it worth? What is it worth? What's in your name? What's on your name? You know? You know, your name, if your name's on it, dude, that's, that's it. You know, Salvador Dali was like. I don't want to put my name on it anymore. I'm just going to have other people sign my name on there. So technically, I'm off the hook. And that's how famous he got. He wasn't happy. Same shit. You know? I mean, the motherfucker had... He had, like, nearly a billion dollars. You know? It's like, you live in this fucking fantastic fucking castle. uh, And all you want is a wife that treats you like shit. And to have other people make your art by now, because that's how miserable you are. It's like that doesn't sound like I don't know, man. That's that it lose it lost the art, right? Yeah, no, it, it, it's it lost the soul, it lost the spirit, it lost the fucking uh, you know you you go for this earthbound thing. If there's anything earthbound in it, 
And I told my friend out here, and I'm out in Colorado. This was like huge massacre oh. for fucking uh, Native Americans and the and the white people around here yeah. are exactly those bourgeois fucking dicks you were just fucking talking about, dude. The the entitled master race. Uh huh. And they're not happy with shit. They're they are not happy up here. All of them, though. See, you gotta understand. There's a wise man in history, and I can't say his name right now because I'm gonna like stutter all over the place. It's okay. But there was a wise man. He said, "White supremacy will not be preached in the later years by a white man with pale skin, blue eyes, and blonde hair. It will be preached by our own. White supremacy will be preached by our people." Yeah. And that's what Disney is. It's that formation. I always say straight to Disney because, but you know, it is all these guys. They're one big conglomerated yes, ship, ship all. Mm-hmm. Everyone's got their hand in the cookie jar. Yep. And if people, oh, to, we were talking about Black Panther earlier. And just real fast, the reason I didn't like Black Panther again is because they placed it in West Oakland just... Yeah. Like two blocks away from the the original Black Panther headquarters, which was anon- anonymously shut down by who? White motherfuckers. And you know, it was like you know, the end of they didn't even let them give them the ground to stand on. You know, didn't even give them the ground to stand on. Sure. You know, hey, if, if we're gonna talk about aliens, we have to talk about the bloodline. Yeah, let's let's launch into it. I think we've uh, covered a lot of ground so far with what to lead up to this point, you know. <clears throat> so uh, I'll let you open it. What do you think, Daniel? Um. Uh, well, fuck. No, I'm joking. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how to feel about it. Well, we both can. We both feel the same on that. I. Staggering, right? It's some Carl Sagan shit. It's confusing. Yeah, it is some Carl Sagan shit. It's, it's like <laughs> <Stargate>, <laughs> whether there's life out there or whether there's not. Either way, the the idea is staggering. Well, you were the first person to ever, you know, start breaking down. Other people, vampires, yeah, other humans from uh, uh, outside the asteroid belt. We were allowed to say that, yes, because you know Um, that's what they are. You believe in the flat Earth? I believe that we're on a chunk of what was Tiamat, uh, and I it is half. It's kind of flat. It's flat in some areas. Yeah. But then it's rounded because it's a chunk off of a fucking planet, another planet, man. You know, so both of them are right and wrong, but none of them have studied anything about Sumerian or apparently Celtic mythology, which is a big part of Celtic mythology is where Tiamat is destroyed. Now, we started talking about the Hopi, and we started talking about how the Hopi prophecy, and the Hopi prophecy... Was was Standing Rock, right? Yes. That was when all the tribes got back together again. And I did not know that. For the first time in like over a thousand years or whatever. And, of course, it was some white dicks fucking with their oil pipelines and gas grenades, you know, fucking being dicks. 
It's like, you know what? Exxon didn't need to put that extra line in there. They didn't need to do it. They chose to do it because it was the most convenient route. That makes sense. And, but the Hopi in their prophecy said, when this kind of thing happens, when this thing kind of fucking happens, the Kachinas will, will appear. We'll be right back, dude. Fuck you, Baltimore! If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's car. Bad deals. Cars that break down. Thieves. If you think you're going to find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass. It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker. You'll fall for this bullshit. Guaranteed. If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass. You heard us right. Shove it up your ugly ass. Bring your trade. Bring your title. Bring your wife. We'll fuck her. That's right, we'll fuck your wife. Because at Big Bill Hell, you're but six ways from Sunday. Take a hike to Big Bill Hell. Home of Challenge pissing. That's right, challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait, don't delay, don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's car. All the more filthiest. And exclusive home of the meanest sons of bitches in the state of Maryland. Guaranteed. We now return, dude. Yep. And it was that blue Kachina. That's what I was going to ask you. Yeah. That's what I, I like, thought about it. But have you ever heard the saying that, that the Native American people, we, we originated from the wolf? Give me one second, Daniel. Hold on. I'm having a problem. Just give me a second. Okay, what was that about the wolf, Daniel? Say it again. Um, have you ever heard the theory that the Native American people originated from the wolf? Oh, I heard that about Navajo. Yeah. Uh, but it was very specific about the tribe and, like, everybody that goes into high priesthood into that. From what I understand, which I don't mean to disrespect it, but from what I understand and have studied about it, there is not one priest that has been able to withstand the evil and corruption that has come in so powerful and has taken them down. And I get it, because I'm dealing with some fucking shit on my own magic, you know, and my own magician, I'm my own magician, you know, and I'm working for God. I'm working yeah. for the creator of all the same one the natives talked about. I know which one I work for. Because this show would not be happening. And it wouldn't be happening in the capacity that it is if I didn't work for the one that was right. You know? It's yes, like you're not true. you're not you got two dogs, right? Those that's a native that's a native folklore. It's like which one you feeding more, man? You know? And I think that's how you were saying it a lot on the train too, it was like, I'm feeding the black dog. Yeah. I was. I was, and uh, so I, I had a moment at the birthday party. Everybody's singing happy birthday. And now I'm going to explain this to you. And I don't know if you've, you've, you've ever had this, but this is where I realized, like, some of these people are here for me, and some of these people are not. And I, I, could, I, I could see the demon. I could, I could see the, I could see the devil in the into detail and uh i like that i 
I had this moment of deja vu, which constantly happens. I I predict a lot of my own future, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, and I'm standing there, and inside my head, I, I keep calling myself the Antichrist. Mm. And I'm like, no, no. I'm like, uh-uh, I don't accept that. I don't accept that. Now, as it, as this is happening, things are happening around me. What 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 people are saying is beginning to connect and make sense, even though it shouldn't, you know. And my homegirl, <coughs> pardon me, she turns around and almost it almost looked like she was possessed for a second. Hmm. Because she went to go walk into the house and everyone's like, what are you doing? What are you doing? Come back. Come back. And she's like, it's a secret. And she turns around and she looks at me. And in that moment, I had this epiphany that, yes, life is a stage. It is one big, just fucking, I don't know. I, I, I had a moment where I realized the secret. You know, and I, I realized that we aren't allowed to share that secret. And I, I had to stop myself for a sec, and I had to step back, and I had to question myself. Is it the fact that there are people out there who don't want you to tell the rest of the world that you are, you are the living God? Or is it the fact that you keep surrounding yourself with those people who don't want you to progress? They don't want you to elevate yourself because misery loves company Mm. and i don't know if that necessarily makes sense the way the way that i worded everything so i think i get it but in that moment yeah go ahead i i seen everything clear as day man yeah and it it i don't know i got very emotional Mm. because i know that i'm losing friends and I know that I'm losing family members and it hurts it genuinely does hurt but at at the end of the day I'm not going to follow this agenda anymore yeah don't give a fuck don't give a fuck I genuinely don't you know and in that moment and the reason that I bring this up is because the the day before the, the birthday party or I think yeah yeah it was it was the day before because her birthday party la- landed saturday okay and on friday i went to church and i broke down at church mm. i i gave my everything to god but but i kept in mind what you told me stop saying amen oh yeah yeah i believe that i believe it you don't need to. No. There's no. There's no law gu- guiding principle even that even says that you need to finish it by saying that. You know, if unless you're singing the song that ends like that, or saying the Lord's Prayer, which ends like that, and it's designed that way, so that it reverses the fucking role, man. Yeah, because they want us to struggle. They do want us to struggle. Yeah. For sure, because that's the illusion that that creates the whole, oh, you know, the Lord, he took me through my ups and my downs. He took me through my trials and tribulations. 
and not everybody's as strong as I am. Yeah. And it's like, no, you fucking fool. You fool. They used you. They broke you like a pimp. Mm. They broke you like a pimp. That's what the industry does. The church, mm. this so-called country, it's an industry. Like that's, a, what that's what I told the old man on the train after you got off, too, dude. This old man came up. We were riding through some fucking barren-ass Utah land, you know? And uh, I know you were going through your own barren shit as well. <laughs> the way you were going. But uh, there was just no, there's no way around it, right? You know? You're surrounded by fucking this desert emptiness, but somehow very metaphoric and symbolic. And... Um, I told that old man, I dropped that uh, Cohen Brothers line on him, and I said, this country's hard on people. <laughs> and it is. And, and, and that's all we've really been talking about. But I, I think that's what I might call this uh, episode. You think that's a cool name? This country's, this country's hard on people? Yeah. Yes, sir. I love it. You love you love that. It's a love. It's It, it surpassed like, went straight to love. I think we got a winner, winner. I love the Coen Brothers. You know, the oh. that I ever watched by them was uh, Raising Arizona. Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. I was listening to the soundtrack the other day. Oh, man. That <laughs> song gets me. I'm going to use it. I think I'm going to use it on this episode. I fucking love that. Movie. You think so? You think that's a good idea? I would fucking love it. I should just hire you as my fucking new co-host, man. I think you've talked more real than and clearly than any older motherfuckers I've had on this show. (laughs) But, dude, you've hit the fucking root, bro. And it's not because you're Native American. Like you said, when you strip all that shit away, we all come from the same unified fucking field. I think that's how David Lynch, what he calls it, the unified field. Yes, I I saw that video. Yep, and it's all the purple electricity with the ocean, and, and the ocean's really just an electricity. Pretty much. He was he, he was talking about how the universe is a donut. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I fucking love that video. It's so great, man. It's such a great fucking album, you know. Or, or just, I mean, the Twin Peaks Season 3, but then... He put a he put an album together called uh, "Listen to the Sounds," and it's just him and Angelo Badalamenti. Wow, very beautiful <laughs> shit, man! If you guys get a chance, go check that out. You know, a lot of beautiful things came out of that Twin Peaks season three. The music was one of them, dude. Definitely. See, the people don't understand how what we're talking about right now. Yeah, how it all translates into the alien conversation, which we're going to get to. Yeah. We're going to get to it, but they don't understand. They're like, how, how does that make sense? And I'm like, how, do, how does it not make sense? Like, are you that oblivious? Yeah, they and are. They, they, they really fucking are. You know what? And not to, not to quote a racist, but I, I still like fucking H.P. Lovecraft, man. I'm sorry. I just, hey, you I know, do I don't agree with his politics. I'm just going to safely say it. I, I didn't agree with him. But I still like Cthulhu, and I still like this horror. And these things that didn't have anything to do with the racism bit, you know. But, uh, you know, I, I thought the one of the best lines he ever said was, like, 
at the end of us saying, and he's like, the sciences are whatever, you know, and everybody fucking relies on them. But at the end of the day, even if they, if they did prevail and prove and show this light that everybody would become frightened and run into the comfort of a new dark age. And I think people are more comfortable living in darkness. I've seen it just in my own trade of underground comics. I should have never seen people acting like this, dude. And I, you know, and I got to bl- I got to count myself in accountability. I have reacted badly to a lot of shit. I have. And that's my accountability. I've reacted badly to a bunch of motherfucker shit, Daniel. And I'm going to be a grown-ass male <laughs> representative for you. And, sure. and, and you know, especially some fucking contaminated white dick. And I'm going to tell you straight up, dude, that, you know, I'm going to talk the truth, man. And that's all, I, that's all I'm going to do. Because oh, yeah. that's what determines who we really are at the end of the day. And it's... It's not all this shit that's earthbound, that's on the media news. You're never going to hear the news. It says in God we trust on the money, but they'll never say nothing on the news about them. And if, okay. you, and if you talk about the news, if you talk about the actual creator or the way we were talking on the news, they'd have you fucking, they'd have the, well, the con- every continent would shut down. <laughs> you know, that's what's really going to ha- God needs it to happen, man. When you think about it, yeah. he needs it to happen. You know, you we're we're in that rapture. Like, you better think about it like like this. I was explaining this. It's funny because a, a, a lot of these, a lot of these epiphanies happened on that night of the birthday party. Yeah. And on the way there, I was telling my homie who was giving me a ride. I was like, "You got to understand something, man." And see, th- this is where I know that I lose people. Even my own friends. Yep. This is what I know that, yeah. And I know we're on the same page with it. Yeah. Yep. Every, every, everybody claims to be about it, but they don't They don't want to face the truth, you know. And I was explaining to him the same, the same Jews that were asking for the true and living God to come in the flesh, when he did come in the flesh, they crucified him. Yeah. Whether or not Jesus was a real man who actually showed up in the physical or whether or not he was a metaphor that represented us, you know, that that's it. It, it doesn't like why should that matter at the end of the day? I've been on the receiving end of being fucking chastised and scrutinized and looked at like I was a horrible person just because I stood up for Jesus. And, yeah, you're you're wrong. I know it. It's how I was raised too, man. Especially in the punk and metal scene, bro. Like no one, most people I am friend or were friends with that are my age, most of them suffer greatly with mental illness, dude. But you know, that's the one thing they don't have any spirituality like that, and they don't understand. And they'll say something like, "I believe there's a higher force or power." It's like, well, do you ever go and observe it? Exactly. It's like, you, it, it doesn't matter if you call him God. You know what? When you say God, too, it goes in instantly into religions. It's a big turnoff. And right when I became spiritual, I started dropping things like God and da-da-da-da. But then when I got into the Gnostic, you know, and, and into certain parts of, like, 
I'll, I'll admit it, man. Like, it's right there in King James. And these Roman dicks could not fucking alter the word of the Creator, even now. Even no matter how many times they rewrite it and modify it and try they to fucking dumb it down and all this shit, you know? They couldn't comprehend that what they asked for literally came true. Oh, it did. And it's in there. And the Romans were like, telling the Jews, you know, like, hey, who are you to say... Exactly. And then look where you and then look where you guys want him crucified, a half a mile away from Hercules's fucking grave. Did you know Jesus was crucified a half a mile away from Hercules? I did not, but I remember you explaining that to me on the train. Okay, because it was not uncommon, bro, and you know I believe in Sumerian mythology. Go deep if you want to go deeper. I believe it does matter at the end of the day that he was here in the flesh, and it's not it's not what the Christians say it's what it's what the Gnostic was referring to and didn't say directly because Thomas was kind of forbade to tell anybody directly and okay but in Thomas 13 Jesus does tell Philip and uh, and Simon Peter or, or no he tells James and Philip the secret about Nibiru and he tells them in th- he tells them in three ways, and you can imagine it goes something like this: Yes, you were engineered. Yes, God got fucked over, and yes, you will you will have to fucking help him out, fucking clean this fucking mess up. And and no, God's not fucking perfect, y'all. And I've been working for him for eighteen years, and not once has he referred to himself as royalty. And I even say him, but I've seen God in tons of ways: women, trees. Bees, fucking old people, (laughs) you know, whatever the creator feels like, because you got to remember, man, like, and according to how I believe, at the end of the day, hey, God's got mental fucking illness, man, and he tried to wipe us out, I mean, you know, he told Noah, I'm going to drown these motherfuckers, because nothing but evil will always be in their hearts, and we're living it to this day. But he told him, and, he, and, and Moses was like, hey, chill out, dude, you're having a PTSD attack. You know, you, you, you don't want to fucking act on PTSD. And he's like, you know what, I'm going to let these motherfuckers wipe themselves out, but I am going to look for the spiritual. And I never got Sethite Christians, because they always want to talk this spirituality, and it all sounds fine and dandy. Until they get to the part where, like, and if you don't say this part, you will go to hell. If you don't say you claim the, if you don't say Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior, blah, blah, you know the drill. And I think that's cock blocking, dude. Because I think that you, you are, you just blocked every other spiritual path out there. And, you know, a lot of the earth religions, I do believe, are covered with corruption, just specifically that with jesus oh yeah that's the they well hey jesus is looking for the people who are gonna wake up you know he's not looking for the people that attend church every sunday and he's definitely not he says it right there in matthew many people will come in my name they don't know who the fuck i am okay get over it you know he's like hey they, they come around they talk about jesus they don't fucking know Jesus. They go to a fucking a, a church that's abandoned most of the time with all these homeless people around it. Does that sound like Jesus to you? 
Now multiply that times 5 million across the globe. You know? Yeah. We, we, we can't be having this shit, dude. You know, my boss is going to wipe them out. Don't worry. <laughs> I might get wiped out too through it, but you know, whatever is left will definitely be meek in comparison to the world powers like Russia who can just go next door and kill everyone they want or America who can just jack up everybody's fucking life so fucking high without any kind of fucking uh, help which the governments should be just totally giving every bit of help that they have and there shouldn't be any of this shit dude and they're not they're just it's a certain amount of motherfuckers I believe that they are aliens I believe they are alpha draconians I think they're gonna try some shysty maneuver probably fake a UFO attack here shortly so they can introduce themselves into the fucking system as being the guys who stopped the UFO attack and stopped the bad guys and now we you know some something like that so the whole world's like yeah we need the lizard dicks you know I feel like that's what the Jordan Peele movie's about you know because anybody that comes out of Hollywood right yeah they can't be trusted no. it's very rare if you can actually sit there and be like alright I, I trust what this person is saying and you know it's it's like the same thing with Obama when 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 Obama got elected for president, yeah, someone got pissed at me because I said the only reason you voted for him is because he's black. Yeah, you don't give a fuck about your. Nobody cares about their morality. Nobody cares about their ethics or code or honor, loyalty, things like that. No, you're scared. So you're making compulsive choices at the end of the day. And I think the creator's trying to show you that that's why that's not allowed in to the spirit world, you know, because it's earthbound, it's corrupt. And at one, you know, this place is a womb, man. I always think about it like, you know, first you're, you're like in the, in your mom, that's like the caterpillar stage. Right. And then you're here. This is, this is, the cocoon and i think that earth is the cocoon stage because it's easy to get lost here it's easy to be like oh i'm just going to cash out maybe this is all we have maybe it is scientific maybe the sun is in a specific place to create this fucking miracle life and uh, we try to fucking ruin it with putting god on it and stuff like that but in the, in the long run I, I i get everybody's opinion i respect it as long as it's not fucking totally hateful you know, or condoning some shit that's going to hurt somebody else. And that's what they want to believe. That's fine. But it doesn't help, and it doesn't acknowledge the spirit world still. No. And that's the problem. You know, that's the problem. And if it's not in the world, and nowhere, and nobody really knows about it, Daniel, it's like, well, how did you know about it, Daniel? How did Adam know about it? We had to come into it on our own accord and come into a fucking thing. You know, that fucking, uh, is not necessarily there, or if they are talking about God, it's a fucking lie. Yeah. You know, and, it, and it'll just turn good people off like you and I who are intelligent. For sure, 100%. You know, I've always felt that to have faith, right, 
is to aspire to intelligence. Yeah. We're supposed to be using our smarts and our wits and our, you know, we're supposed to be using these things. We're supposed to be using these things to fucking, to help one another. But I've met so many people who use their intelligence to try to prey on the weak. Yeah. Hence the, the friends that I'm going to have to cut off very, very shortly. Because that's all they do. Yeah, but, yeah. I've had to do it too, man. And it, it does suck, man, because yeah, I, 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 I look at these guys as, as like my brothers, as like my family, but I'm slowly but surely realizing I never, I, I've never had that, even with my own family. It's all been in your head. That's it. I had more love to offer, and I cared more. But this, this isn't about uh, look at me, look at me, and look at my suffering. You know, because when my homie, when he told me that, when he told me the other night that, you know, I've dedicated a majority of my life trying to look out for you and trying to keep you out of trouble. And I wanted to tell him, and I've dedicated a majority of my life to trying to wake you to fuck up, stupid. Mm -hmm. Trying to show you how much of an individual you are, you know, and that with people like like that they will never want to accept the accountability or the responsibility that they themselves fucked up that they that they lost yeah it's too hard of a cock for them to swallow you know <laughs> but it is it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a hard cock to fucking swallow and i hate using that fucking term but that's how uncomfortable it's fucking supposed to be man you know what i'm saying it's supposed to be that uncomfortable and that's the process of fucking humility we don't just, we always say humility is something we want to avoid. It's like, I don't know about that, man. No. I think you, you need to be humiliated, feel the sting. Motherfucker, it's like a slap contest, you know? It's like <clears throat> back and forth until you know you're going to lose. <laughs> you know, you, you won't beat humility. You won't, you won't beat it. It's its own thing, fun? man. You know, there's there's nothing wrong with it, but in in order for them to do that, they have to realize, you know, a lot of things. It's like it's like a friend of mine. We were we were in the car, and I can't remember if we were on our way to church or we were coming back from church. But I remember him saying, he was like, "You also gotta understand, bro." He's like, "It's in the parents." He goes, "It always starts with the parents." He goes. So if their mom is nothing but a shit talker, what do you think the kid's going to be? If, 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 if dad constantly tucks his tail between his legs and he he doesn't show them how to be a man or how to stand up for themselves, what do you think they're, they're going to give off at, at the end of the day? Everything is learned within the home first. Yep. But at the same time, I want to point out something. And I... Being friends with the creator, I don't believe in predestination anymore, man, because so many things exist as options that you can take that he'll lay down in an instant. But I'm just saying, uh, I was watching that Hellboy, you know, the reboot. Did you ever see the, the new one, the newer one? And I liked it, man. But at the end, you know, uh, spoiler alert, um, 
for anybody who hasn't seen it. Stop it now and go watch it and then listen to the rest of the four minutes of this show that's left. But, uh, <laughs> um, you know, he has a, he keeps getting pegged as having this destiny of yeah. destroying the earth and all this shit. Yeah. And he, he stops the wheel of shit. He looks at his lineage, which is all destroyers. And he know, and his dad just knows something about him, then and, and knew why he adopted him, you know. And the yes. and the witch was always like, you know, hey, you are, you should be by my side, and da 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 da. And she's like, she represents the material wealth of the world, and then the power and the scorched earth, you know, is what you get in resolve when you supplicate and sell out to that. And I like how Hellboy is like, no. I'm going to choose my own destiny and I'm going to choose to do good and not hurt people. How's that sound? And, and I think that you can determine your all, your own destiny y'all. And in that sense, I don't believe in fate. I believe you can, you can change. It just, it's a lot of fucking work, man. That's one of the reasons I created the show, bro. To get people, good hearted people like you on to talk that truth. So they can fucking hear it, man. Then they can hear it from someone that's like probably 20 years. Chances are if they're in my fucking peer group, they're 20 years younger than in more, you know, 30. hope so. I hope so too, bro, you know. But if, yeah. if you don't speak up and you don't say it, then it doesn't get out there, right? No, no. You, you have to take that risk at the end of the day. I'd rather yeah. talk spiritually and sometimes have some dark and demented humor even. You know, and, and when it's time to get all fucking, hey, let's go to the devil land, I want to be able to enjoy it. But, you yeah. know, I don't fucking live there. I just I just go there for vacations, and y'all should dig that, okay? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? I just go there because I'm a human reprobate, fucking criminal, like my mother before me. And, uh, you know, I, uh, I feel this a lot of the same ways, and... You know, the ways that we feel, Daniel, you got to accept, you know, the fact that most of the morality and the majority of people are fucking herded. I don't like saying sheeple. No. Because we are, according to what I believe, we are part Nibiru. So when Jesus does call it, refer to us as sheep, he's referring to us as something, an animal that was brought here from Nibiru when we were engineered. And, he, and it was. So a shepherd is actually a title that is not of the world. So there's some alien shit to leave on. I want to thank you, Daniel. Thank you. We're thank right you. at this. We're at the end here. And uh, my little, you got 5% left on your fucking phone shit. So let's uh, wrap it up here. Hold on one second. And I want to thank you again for just being one of the best guests that I've ever had on the fucking show. I think so. And you're welcome back anytime, okay? Yes, sir. Thank you. Hey, hold on the line. Whew. Man, we're standing in it now, motherfucker. Twin Peaks Season 3, Dr. Jacoby with the golden shovel. Shovel your way out of the shit. Can you shovel your way out of this shit, motherfucker? There's a lot of it. 
you're gonna have to work digging a lot of shit. Nothing good can come from stolen land. I've thought about that a lot here in the mountains in Colorado where I'm at. It is beautiful, man. But the way it was taken, it is a disgrace that America has to pay for, man. I don't know how that goes down, but the universe will see it through. Karma's karma, motherfucker. Call it like it is. This shit's fucking... Every three steps you take is a fucking dead body under it. It literally is like that. And then you got all the descendants of all these gun-toting motherfuckers. They got fucking uh, a diplomatic immune system. They are immune to the laws. They're immune to you. They're not immune to the spirit, man. They know it. It's in there. It haunts them. Don't think they're off the hook, man. They don't win. Evil doesn't win. Did you know that? There's some cool shit about evil, man. But like I said, I like to visit Devil Land for a vacation every once in a while. But I don't fucking live there. You have to have some kind of order, man. Justice, I don't know what you want to call it. Doesn't ever seem like the Hopi would ever get the justice that they deserve, you know? It's kind of bullshit, man. It's not kind of anything, it is fucking bullshit. Yeah, we're just all exhausted. <laughs> Let's get the show wrapped up. <laughs> no. I, like, really appreciated Daniel today, dude. You had a pretty fucking amazing voice. I will be honored to have you back on. I know you have a lot to talk about, dude. I want other people to be able to feel the same way, like I said at the beginning of the show. And you can. You can call me, or you can call my mom at 206-666-5847. Yeah. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) Well... My mom's going to be back on shortly. And, uh... She's just been recuperating, man. We all need to. She had a good birthday. I need her back on the show. It's time to re, uh, reassess my mom. I know she's got more energy than this, so... I've seen it. <laughs> Believe me. 
Alright guys, 206-666-5847. I'm just a, uh, a freelance cartoonist who decided to go ahead and talk to people like myself, which I don't think there are too many of. <laughs> so this show's for them. Since we're in the select few, and we get the select few attention, while the greater fucking nonsense gets the greater attention, so be it. And we'll be thankful for what we have, and we'll look at it fucking half full, and we'll keep it fully high, man, and keep tuned in to Adam Air MD. Because this is what the fuck I'm doing, man. You know? You've been listening to Adam Air MD GD. Underground Cartoon Therapy. We now return, turn, turn. Do, 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 do